Welcome to the Mom Docs Podcast. We are three chiropractors on a mission to empower moms and dads to intentionally choose health for their kids and families, to provide core principles to raise their families holistically, and to help parents take an active role in their family's health. Our goal is to provide families a philosophical approach to healthcare that steps away from the conventional and supports true health. going to be talking about traveling and vacationing with kids. We know spring break is right around the corner for many of our listeners. And so we are just going to share some of our tips and tricks on how to have a really fun and successful vacation if you are hitting the road. And it's totally possible to bring your holistic lifestyle on vacation with you. I think a lot of people just kind of want to throw it out the window. Um, They think it's too hard or maybe it's just um, too much to think about, and I totally get that. I've been there, but I want we want to you know give you some encouragement that you totally can um, have a great vacation and still be healthy as well. And so we're going to be going through a few different um, kind of areas of travel, and we're going to start with mindset behind it. Uh, three of us have a lot of kids, and we've we travel a lot. Um, between our families. So we feel like we've kind of dialed this in to some extent, you know, traveling across time zones and on planes and in cars. So I think the most important thing is really mindset. And um, I would love, Sarah, for you to kind of touch on this, because I feel like I've I've really learned a lot from you in in this category of traveling with kids. Yeah, I think what you said is that one, recognizing that it is possible to travel and maintain a healthy lifestyle, particularly in this day and age. Like there's so many resources to be able to do this fairly easily. And there's access, there's access is really what it is. Um, but I also want to make sure that we understand that part of the reason why we live a healthy lifestyle is so that when we can't, it's okay. Like, And, and I'm not going to say when we choose not to because but when we can't, sometimes you're on a family vacation and you're stuck in a house and couldn't order food and your in-laws did it and it just is what it is. And recognizing that we can have peace, like that. that's why I do all these other things with my family so that in this moment when I don't have control over this, I can just let it go. There, There's a time and place where my kids are just going to eat pizza and ice cream and stay up past their bedtime and watch too much TV. But that's okay because normally we don't eat conventional pizza and eat conventional ice cream. And normally they're not on screen. So when they are, it's, I can just take a big old deep breath and just say, you know what, either out of, out of necessity because I can't control this environment or out of just convenience and ease. And I'm choosing to take a vacation too. Then I can just be okay with it because the vast majority of our life, we spend living a a lifestyle that's real dialed. So these other times we can just say it's okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's a great disclaimer. Um, I don't want, when I go on vacation, I don't necessarily like want to get away from my my healthy lifestyle but i also want to really enjoy it and make memories so i love that mindset aspect of it um but i gotta jump in there because i that's why i'm excited about this topic because i would say when we were you know first around with kids I grew up with the mindset too of like, all right, when when we're on vacation, everything is free game. You know, we can eat what we want, we can stay up as late as we want. And um, you know, I love what Sarah said and kind of on the flip side of that, something that 
I've noticed where I've allowed our kids to like, we got off their sleep schedules when they were young and we ate, you know, ice cream. Like you said, we were at the mercy of, you know, family that we were with or whatnot. And, um, you know, often I notice if we go too far, then we all come back and we're sick for a week, you know? So that's why I'm excited about this. Cause this has been a journey for myself that like, leaving a little bit of that mindset of like, no, we can still go on vacation and have an amazing time. And yes, have some ice cream here. And yes, stay up late here. But we can also, there are some things that we can do in between that still allows us to enjoy vacation, um, but yet still do it holistically and, and bringing some of that healthy lifestyle with us. And I think that's really what our goal is today is to give you guys some tips on, okay, where, where are some areas that we can, that we can still keep things reeled in to, um, you know, live a little bit healthier while we're on vacation, enjoying ourselves. And yes, there's still that, that space for um, being on vacation and, and enjoying that and having those special moments and those special things that, that make that up. But um, what are ways that we can try to keep our family somewhat on track so that we don't come back and then end up, you know, ha wishing that we got to go on vacation again because uh, we were all sick and, and miserable the week that we got back. So, um, totally. yeah. Yeah. Sarah, you said something before we all um, went on this girls trip to Arizona. You said, I want to come back feeling health, being healthier and being more rested. And I just love that because, you know, we have this time that we're taking off from work what a great way to just kind of pour back into, you know, our, our health. Um, so I think half the battle with travel, especially with kids is really just being prepared and having a plan. And so like for nutrition, a big part of our nutrition, actually um, we control through like where we're staying. So if we're going to be traveling, I really would prefer to be in like a condo type situation or even just running a house with a few other families where I have a full kitchen. Um, I am because the then, same. Right? I'm, since kids, I am totally the same. I won't go unless there's a kitchen. Like yes. with, with three children, that to me, that's, that's nearly a non-negotiable, especially if it's more than two nights. Yep. I mean, yeah, we were, we're a group of moms and we, we literally just, um, you know, we were traveling without our kids and we still opted for like, let's get a house with a kitchen so we can have some meals at home and have somewhat control. And yes, we'll go out. So, you know, for dinner, so we don't have to cook, but man, when you can just get like breakfast and lunch, you know, some of those easy meals that you don't need to go sit at a restaurant for and have your own space in a kitchen. Um, I mean, whether I'm with or without my kids, I feel like that's a hands down, you know, choice for me too. Totally. Um, a big thing for me is like travel days. So we live really far away from pretty much everything. So if we want to go anywhere, we, we are going to be on the plane for a while. Um, and, you know, taking four kids on a plane is really daunting, especially, well, I guess not right now because all they're handing out are like the, the little pretzels. But, um, you know, the plain food that they offer typically is not very healthy. Um, and you can't typically find healthy food in the little marts that are at the airport. So we always try to bring pre-packed or pre-made snacks for our kids. I know you girls, you know, do the same, um, but I'll pack the night before just like little baggies of homemade trail mix. And we'll do like raw nuts. We'll do sometimes uh, dried fruit that doesn't have sugar in it if we can avoid it. Um, we'll do coconut flakes. Sometimes I'll throw in like the Lily's chocolate chips that are sweetened with stevia. Um, just to have something on hand for them to munch on. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, there's a place in the airport if we have to have a meal. Typically, there's, you know, places you can grab 
veggies or you can go sit down at a restaurant where they have somewhat healthy options. What do you guys do for that? Especially right now with, you know, you know, the mandation of having to wear a mask on the airplane. Like that is my deal right now. It's like, I am going armed with lots of snacks, you know, their own water bottle and lots of snacks. We love, we do the same as you like that pre-made nut mixture. We also, um, Mike, we'll do like beef jerky as a little bit more of like a filling one or, you know, some healthy, like the made good bars are like a treat for my kids. Um, so having that, I also really like, um, especially, um, you know, with the current conditions right now is like, I'll pack like the Zolly pops. They're essentially they're suckers, but they're made with xylitol. And I love like, it's a special treat for my kids. It's fun when an airplane, but then they can, you know, it's a great mask break too, to just sit there and, um, be looking on a sucker for a while too. My kids um, know that they get Cheerios or there are these lentil bean, they're made out of lentil beans, but I think they have, you know, a couple of chemicals in them that I wouldn't let them have otherwise, but they know that they get them on boat rides and plane rides because it's just like one, it has like their little tiny pieces. So it's harder for them to like, you know, mass consume. So they're eating one at a time. Um, but it's also something that I have reserved for travel. So they know, they also know they don't get, we, in our minivan, there's a TV screen. They don't get a TV show in the minivan unless we're driving to a place that takes more than two hours to get there. So I've just kind of reserved, like they don't get an iPad or they don't get to play on our, on our phones, play video games on our phones or watch movies unless it's reserved for one of those special times. So then it stays special. They're not desensitized to it. So that's like, that will be what we use on airplanes or long car rides to be able to get through. I also, the first thing I do when I get to the airport is I go buy a bottle of water. Now yes. I have to buy, now I have to buy three, one for me, one for my husband and one for my kids. And now my uh, six year old, almost six year old has decided that her little brother back washes. So now they <laughs> have to have their own, they each have to have their own water bottles, but hydration is so important, especially with air travel. So just making sure that and the and crankiness and all of that. So making sure that my kids stay properly hydrated, especially on air travel days is really important to me. So that's one of my first stops when we get into an airport, spend the $14 on a bottle of smart water. <laughs> right. No, that's huge. And I feel like it's so important to try to be as healthy as you can on those travel days because otherwise you're, you know, you get to where you're going and the kids are just exhausted and they're cranky and, they don't feel well. And then that's like an entire day of vacation that you're, you know, having to put fires out. So hey, before, we, before we move off the topic of the travel day, I just want to share something that I've recently started doing in the last six months. And it's really helped me. This is not a child hack. This is like a for you hack. I fast on my travel day home. And I just started doing this. I, I like fasting anyway. Um, but it really resets me from the vacation that the travel day home, I wake up that morning and I do not eat until maybe before I go to bed, I'll have like some bone broth soup or something. But I just take that whole day to totally reset my system. And then I've found is that when Monday comes, I'm not dealing with my like food and vacation hangover and all of that like sluggish system Monday morning. I just deal with it all in the travel day. It's not like I'm having fun sitting on airplanes anyway. And it takes all the decision making out of the day. Like I'm not worried about what I need to eat that day or where I'm going to eat it. It's just, hey, this is just my fasting day. And I found it really helps reset my system coming back from vacation um, as an adult. Wow. I love that. I'm going to try that next time. Let's talk about nutrition when we get there. So as we said, you know, we try to do like a condo or a house 
Um, and then we always, you know, especially if it's a new place that we're visiting, we want to make sure we know where like the health food stores are nearby. And we typically will try to do one day where we get the food that we need. We meal plan as much as we can. We carve out, you know, which days we're going to be eating out for which meals. Um, so we try to have a plan and like an itinerary, but one thing that I loved that Natalie, you did this last trip that we all took together is you just used Instacart and had yeah. it all delivered. So, I mean, I felt like we didn't really miss anything on vacation because somebody just brought it to us. You pay a little bit more, but it's so worth it. Yeah, that's been my go-to. And I feel like for me personally, it's one of those things like I'm on vacation too. So um, doing Instacart rather than like having to get there and go grocery shopping right away myself um, has been like a game changer for me. You know, like we're going on spring break here soon and I can already have it. Like I already have the Instacart order already in. I'm thinking ahead, like of thinking of what else might we want when we're there? What are some easy, healthy meals that we can do for breakfast, for lunch, getting all those things already in a pre-made list. So it's so much less stress that like I already have this all planned. I don't need to be thinking about, okay, what should we get for this week once we get there and we're at the grocery store and then maybe forgetting something and feeling like we have to go back. So like a week or two in advance, I'm just already adding to like an Instacart order. And what's great, like I'll do some things from Costco or some things from like a local health food store. And then you can just schedule them ahead of time to get delivered, you know, for the first two hours that you know that you're going to be there. And that makes it feel way more like vacation, you know, for myself too. Yeah, no, that was huge. Highly recommend it. And I think Instacart is pretty much in any major town now. So just download the app. Let's switch gears to exercise. So I think, you know, just like nutrition, you don't want to throw your entire healthy lifestyle out the window when you go on vacation. And I think exercise actually can really help with uh, what feels like jet lag. It can just help you, you know, get more oxygen after you've been sitting on a plane. Um, so typically we'll try to, as a family, depending on what time of day we arrive, we'll try to do like some sort of a, a jog or we'll do some like burpees or something just to get our bodies moving um, and really just kind of wake up from that travel day. What do you guys typically do for exercise? Yeah, this is something that when I when we when I used to go on vacation, mentally I was you know okay, this is my break. This is when I can let off the gas. This is when I'm just going to sleep in and relax. And I have learned over the years, especially after having kids, like if I stay in that routine, if I actually do like just get up and do a quick workout in the morning, you know, sometimes if we're staying somewhere, I'll do something different. Like, hey, there's a pool. I'll go swim, you know, swim laps in the pool. Or if we're on the beach, I'll go take a run on the beach. Um, you know, it was great when we were in, um, you know, Scottsdale together, like, okay, let's go hike the mountain. Like that's our, our workout. But what I've realized, even with kids, my husband and I will have that, you know, timed out where I'm going to work out from six to six 30. It's his turn from six 30 to seven. And then the kids are up. And what I've noticed is like, when, I, when you do that and you actually get up and you still exercise on vacation, like you're happier, you're more energetic. I find that I actually enjoy vacation more if I can get a good workout in that morning because likely I'm going to be eating some things that I maybe wouldn't normally eating and drinking more than normal. Um, man, if you can get a workout in, I enjoy it more. Like there's natural endorphins that are released when you do that, that I'll be happier that entire day on vacation, you know, once the kids are up, if I actually just stay committed and, and get up and exercise. I like it too. Awesome. So I was going to say the same thing for me. It's selfish. I can enjoy myself more if I feel I've put a little bit of work in at the beginning of the day. 
But I also really like showing our kids that we don't work out as punishment and then we take a break from it when we're on vacation. That would imply that there's like, that's something negative that I'm trying to avoid. So I like to, when we're on family trips, we include our kids in the morning workout, especially if we're at the beach, we just go down to the beach early in the morning. Mark and I, you know, draw lines in the sand and we'll do sprints and lunges and burpees and the kids will either join us or they'll just laugh and play kind of in the open air. And so for me, I like establishing for them, like, no, we do this because this makes us feel good. This gives us energy for our day. This helps fuel and heal our bodies. And it doesn't have to be super excessive or long or strenuous, but I like helping my children see like, this is what, this is just what we do because this is how we live, whether we're on vacation or not, we, we work out regardless. That's super That's awesome. good. Good mindset. So let's switch gears to sleeping because I know if you travel with young kids across time zones, or even if you're just an adult <laughs> going across time zones, we, I do that a few times a year when we go down to Orlando for our max living seminars. It's a three hour time change each time. Um, so that can really actually affect your circadian rhythms and it absolutely affects them in kids. Um, I feel like kids are even more sensitive to that. Uh, so Sarah, you, for your kids that are, you know, if kids are zero to three years old, you just keep them on their time zone. Is Mm -hmm. that right? Yeah. I remember it was, I was on baby number two and she was maybe eight months old at Christmas time. And so I had her and then my oldest was just just over two years old. And we had traveled to Wisconsin for Christmas. We had we'd done the whole airplane thing. We'd had lots of visitors before we left. And then now we're up visiting with my family and there's lots of extra kids. And my kids are just freaking out. Like my two and a half year old is just a nightmare, like just misbehaving and tantrums like crazy. And I just realized he's off schedule. He's sleep deprived. He's exposed to way more stimulation than he's used to being exposed to. He's traveled. He's eating foods that he doesn't normally eat. Like he's, he's on overdrive. So if I can control and honor his sleep schedule at a minimum, at least I'm setting him up to have success in his day. And I really think that there is a time and place for saying, Hey, throw the sleep schedule out the window. We've got to make a memory here. But I think the younger your children are zero to two, maybe three years old, I would really encourage you to honor their sleep schedule. Even if it means your vacationing might look a little different in those years, because, because also like you're on vacation for them too. This is a day in their life as well. So, and plus if I can get them to bed at their normal bedtime, then I get a couple extra hours with my husband to kind of kick back and relax or with friends if we're on a friend's trip. So I really work hard in that in that first window. And maybe maybe to a fault, if you vacation with us in those young years or talk to my family, they'd probably say like, you're maybe a little too stringent on it. But I really work hard in that window to honor it. I'll go as far as we travel with a sound machine. And I mean, even as recently as this Christmas when we did a friend's trip with some other couples, the first thing I did because I knew my kids would be going to bed when it would still be light outside is I went straight to the bedroom and grabbed a, like a throw blanket that was dark colored and Jerry rigged it up onto the curtain rod just so we could have a dark room for my children to sleep in. Cause as much as I can do to maintain that schedule for them, at least that one variable will help them have, and me truly help me have a better vacation experience. 
Yeah, we don't go anywhere without a sound machine. <laughs> that is the first thing that gets packed. I've forgotten it before, and it's it's a it's a mess. I had to go out and buy one because, um, you know, we really are similar. Our kids, you know, now three and a half, five and a half, six and a half. We we really still strive. You know, when we're on vacation, we're doing a lot, or we're on the beach. And they're exhausted. And for the majority of the time, like we are the same, we really try to stick pretty close to, you know, maybe a half hour past like their regular bedtime, because my kids are not old enough yet, I guess they don't sleep in like even if they stay up later, they don't sleep in later. Nope, they sure <laughs> don't. Made yeah. that mistake so, a couple times. Right. Like we've tried it. So, you know, there's maybe one night on vacation that it's like, okay, we're out doing something or, you know, the 4th of July, we're going to all go on the boat but where you have to wait till it's dark to be able to go see fireworks or whatnot. Like that's the one night. Then, like you said, we're making that memory. They're staying up for it. But man, even when we do that, we still pay, we pay for it. You know, the next day that we've realized it's not worth that extra hour or two to let them stay up late because of how, you know, run down and ornery then they'll be, you know, the next day. So we're the same, you know, stick to the bedtime typical, you know, routine as much as we can outside of those, you know, small scenarios when, hey, let's make a memory. Yeah, I don't think I've made it up for fireworks in a couple of years either. <laughs> um, I will say, like, if I know I'm going on like a longer trip, with our kids, um, what we've done is like the week before, we'll start going to bed earlier. Um, you know, if we're going across time zones, we'll start, you know, 15 minutes earlier, maybe like three or four days before we leave. And then it's not so much of a shock. Um, I really, I think for young, young kids, it definitely is important to keep them on their sleep, sleep schedule. But for my older kids, like my nine-year-old, that's what we did. And it actually worked pretty well. And then as we were getting ready to come home a few days before, we kind of tweaked the bedtime as well, just so it wasn't such of a shock. All right. Well, I think we've covered every um, category that we were planning on talking about for travel. Um, we would love to hear your tips and tricks. If you have any that we didn't cover, we'd love for you to share them um, in one of the posts that we make on Instagram. Uh, we really appreciate all of our listeners and we will see you next time. Thanks for joining us today on the MomDocs podcast. If you enjoyed listening to the show, the greatest compliment you can give is to share this with others and leave us a review on iTunes. By subscribing to our podcast, you'll never miss an episode. We'll see you next time.